Welcome to Just Friends, the podcast where two millennials, one a former non-athlete doughboy and the other a former outdoorsy tomboy, watch Friends together for the first time ever. I'm Becca. I'm Chris. <laughs> and this Talk about trading places. What? <laughs> say it. Say it. Say what? Well, what do you mean by that comment? That... Well, I guess we were... No. I'm now the athlete? I don't even know what I'm switching. Yeah, exactly. A friend's a friend who knows what being a friend is. Talking with a friend. Cause you're the friend that I've been searching for. This week we watched the one with the Princess Leia fantasy. Season 3, Episode 1 of Friends. And Season 3, Episode 1 of Just Friends. What? The podcast you're <laughs> listening to right now. So let me paint the picture for you. It's 1996, specifically September 19th, 1996. And when I was reading about the year 1996 in U.S. history in order to do this whole paint the picture thing. Okay, 1996 was a crazy year. Like... You know how I kind of, I get annoyed when people are like, oh, 2020, worst year ever. Oh, yeah, I mean, all that stuff is just without uh, any yeah. respect of history. Hypocritically, I was also annoyed when I saw that meme going around that was like, 19, if you think 2020 is bad, imagine if you were born in 1900. You would have had all these terrible things happen to you. And I was like, fuck them, 2020 is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but 1996 was a really, like, if you think so many terrible things happened in 2020, 1996 was just endless terrible things. So... Is that the uh, Olympic bombing? That's that's <laughs> correct. Good job. That was Atlanta? Wow, yeah, for being such a non-athletic doughboy at this time. And that's where, you know, 1996, I asked Chris, like, oh, what were you doing in 1996? He's like, I have no idea. I'm yeah. like, yeah, but were you rollerblading? He's I, like, I may have just started playing hockey, maybe. I started when I was like 10 or 11. So okay. I may have just started. Still getting I may your have ice been, legs? Yeah, I may have been phasing out of Doughboy. <laughs> there was... Have I already told this story on the podcast about the report card where your second grade teacher said that you appear to have no upper body strength? I mean, probably. You tell that story so many times. <laughs> if it hasn't made it onto the podcast. <laughs> I love that story. Anyway, so the year's 1996. Chris may or may not be a soft Doughboy. I was doing lots of sports at this time. Um... Ted Kaczynski was arrested in, I think, March of this year. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad, but it's just, like, the Unabomber was around, like, so that's just a thing. Mm -hmm. um, Bill Clinton was renominated, so that's not bad either. This was, like, just things were happening. Yeah. Pre-Lewinsky? Yeah. Must have been second term, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then the bombing happens. The Menendez brothers were found guilty this year as well. Mm. I mean, so some justice. Yeah. Tiger Woods made his big debut. I'm waiting for you to get to the bad stuff. Well, this was before I realized. I was like just kind of listing things down, and then I was like, wait, what is happening in this year? So Tiger Woods makes his PGA Tour debut. Uh, six days before this episode aired, Tupac was murdered, if you believe that. <laughs> As opposed to what? Suicide? What is? No, he's still alive. Oh. Oh, yeah. I forgot that that's a thing. Yeah. Jeez. You don't stay up on your conspiracy theories at all. And here That's not, not, it's really not a current one. It's so old that I've forgotten it. <laughs> yeah, he may have died of natural causes by now. <laughs> yeah. This is the worst one, actually. On October 7th, so, you know, a half a month after this episode airs, Fox News will launch for the first time ever. Oh, yeah. But was it immediately like a insanity? No, but it doesn't matter. You know, an oil spill can cause bad things down the road. If it starts, <laughs> I wish I had thought about that. You said that like you had that analogy locked and loaded. No. That was terrible. It was so bad. <laughs> and uh, John Benet Ramsey will be murdered on December 25th of that no. year. That was a suicide. <laughs> she committed suicide? Yep. I asked you, I was going to put this in the Friends trivia, but I asked you about Romer versus Evans. Mm -hmm. I just said, okay. Romer versus Evans, what can you tell me about this? Do you Did you come up with anything? What you think that case is? No, unless that was one of the sodomy ones. That, that's what I'll go with. I don't remember. Not bad. Not bad. I think that uh, 
I think that you're pretty on point here. So the Supreme Court ruled, and one of the things that people should know is the Supreme Court has lots of a, a big history, strong history, deep history of bad decisions. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like people think of the Supreme Court and they're like, oh, well, you know, that's mm. the rule of law. Like, whatever they say, that's it. But their decisions get overturned all the time. Well, no. Their decisions whatever. literally cannot be overturned. <laughs> or reversed. I don't know what it's called. Well, when Only in some contexts, legislation can undo a, a Supreme Court decision. Like, if they interpret a law not the Constitution, in a way that Congress doesn't like. They can undo that, but, but they can't undo the how the Supreme Court, Court interprets the Constitution. What about when the Supreme Court changes like their rulings? Oh, Brown they versus can Board of Education? Themselves. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, that's yeah. what I meant. Oh, but yeah, that's not someone else overturning them. No. That's their own internal... Overturning? Yeah, but it's them doing it. Okay, but it's oh. still an overturning. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Thank it's, you. Uh, but the way you I've said, recovered it, from the oil no, spill. The way you said it was was misleading <laughs> to make it sound like someone else can uh, come. All right, in. nobody cares. <laughs> nobody else in this room cares. <laughs> this is not, not a room. This is a closet. Nobody else in this closet cares. <laughs> is a closet a room? <laughs> so the court ruled in a six-three decision that a state constitutional amendment in Colorado preventing protected status based on homosexuality or bisexuality did not satisfy the equal protection clause wait so is that good did i misread this the first time so i actually think that this is a good case now after reading it again i feel like i just misread this when i was skimming through 1996 but the supreme court ruled against a law that prevents any city town or county in the state of colorado from taking any legislative executive or judicial action to protect the rights of homosexuals mm -hmm. so i guess in colorado they were like oh you can't do anything to protect the rights of homosexuals they're not people that's what it sounds like mm -hmm. and then uh romer versus evans they were like actually we are people who deserve to be protected yeah i remember uh yeah i remember, I remember scalia's dissent from that case he basically said that homosexuals aren't people no, but that like that that's a choice that legislators are allowed to oh. to make. Like if they if they deem that like his was like oh you know, homosexuals are like disproportionately like successful and have political power. So by like they can make the choice to say like we don't want to, we want to like limit their ability to to pass stuff in their favor or something. Which you know it's still not, it's not, it's not a great <laughs> take, but that's uh the only de decision I remember from that one. Maybe that was the only one that was assigned as reading. Ugh. Fuck Scalia. I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad he's dead. So, the friends are back. They walk in. <laughs> Hard turn. We'll, we'll splice in a segue. <laughs> they walk into the coffee shop, and you can tell it's, you know, by their style, their looks, that it's a new era of the 90s. So now we're in the mid to late 90s, as opposed to, like, the early to mid 90s. So fashion is, has definitely changed, and it's reflected in this shot. One of the things that's really weird from the 90s, and I don't even think it lasts for that long, greasy hair is, like, a thing. Yes, I did make a note of Joey's greasy bangs. Mm -hmm. Well, like, they're bangs, but they're all in, like, little, like, clumps, like, strips that are, yeah. you know, clumped together, and it just looks, like, super greasy. And it's like half in his eyes. It was it's so gross. Not a good look. Yeah, Monica had given us some teasers of this like kind of greasy haired yeah. look that earlier. Like, that was on. like one episode. Yeah, yeah. but and, like, you know, part of it. Yeah, yeah. You can see that the look is coming. I feel like this look sticks around, not necessarily in Friends, but in just life through the '90s, like maybe until like '99. I don't think it moves much past that. But it was definitely a look. Yeah, and uh, Joey had like very like. Uh, almost like chest hair showing in a lot of scenes, like like a, like the top mm -hmm. couple buttons undone. And Chandler had it in one scene. I don't know yeah. if that was just a coincidence or they're going to have a lot of like super deep Ugh. Vs and, you know, exposed upper <laughs> like sternum <laughs> area. Yeah. Their suits were much more modern looking, like less dated looking. They weren't quite as like billowy. The ties weren't. Although Joey was Completely wearing insane. a very billowy shirt at one point. Oh no, the, the shirts, yes. Joey's yeah. Joey was wearing like gigantic polo style. Or yeah, like but button the suits up. were. Trimmer. The suits, yeah, like they weren't quite as like you know, they weren't the the cut wasn't so flowy. Um, like the ties weren't so outrageous. Like it was it was more like modern looking. Yeah. Suit. And the women's clothes, they start to take on the real '90s look of like baby tees. You can kind of see that. 
um, happening. Well, just Rachel's really... Rachel's been you yeah. know soft playing the baby tees <laughs> all all show. Yeah, I just think uh, like everyone is wearing it. Janice did not get the memo about like okay, we're not we're wearing different style of clothes now. She's still very much in the early nineties. Oh, she look. had that one outfit, the where... green jumpsuit. That one was was great, but the one before it, it was like it was yellow, green, yeah. and orange, but all like seventies shades yeah. of all of these colors in like a layered like you know woman's power suit thing. Yeah. It was quite the look. <laughs> was she had the best looks this episode? That's who wins that. Oh yeah, definitely. So the, the coffee shop, somebody's in their seats. It's you know. totally packed. Like, it's totally it's packed. Way more crowded. Shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was insane. And they just like all look at each other like, what? What's going on here? They just kind of look at, you know, they shrug their shoulders and they walk out. Yeah. Roll intro. (laughs) I don't know if that's, if the writers are like trying to tell us something like things are getting mixed up, you know, maybe they're not going to be in the coffee shop all the time. Oh, I I just assumed it was like a joke how their seats are never taken, even Mm -hmm. though they're like prime spots. Maybe that's like, you know, a nod like, yeah, you know, it happens. Yeah, but we saw them get into, like, a whole fight over it. Yeah, but that was, like, a brief episode, and that was, like, them getting, like, kicked out. Like, it wasn't quite where they just, like, they didn't just, like, walk in and see, like, oh, like, there's just some people there. Like, those guys took their seats after they were sitting there. Like, it was, you know, Mm. much different scenario. Mm -hmm. This is just, they walk in, people are there, place is packed, they leave. (laughs) Just, you know, part of the Friends universe you don't always get to see. (laughs) They go up into the apartment, and they're talking about what's the most romantic song ever. I don't remember which ones they were picking. By they, I mean Rachel and oh, Ross. Yeah. yeah, Ross says something. I, I recognize the name. I yeah. couldn't, like, put a tune in my head with it, but I'd, like, heard of it. Yeah. And Phoebe has, like, sings the, you know, famous Tony Danza mishearing, Hold Me Closer, Tony yeah. Danza. She's like, oh, that one that Elton John wrote for Who's the Boss? And they're like, uh, what song are you talking about, Phoebe? And she's like, you know, Hold Me Closer, Tony Danza. <laughs> And everyone loves it. Yeah, we're like, oh my god, my friends make that joke. <laughs> They're friends. And I think that we go into, I mean, this is the first plot that you're really introduced to, is Monica being miserable from her dumping. I would not really call it the A-plot. I don't know. Is the Janice thing the A-plot? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I feel like the, I mean, the Janice one, I think, will stick around longer. Like, yeah. like the Dr. Burke one might be done now you know yeah the one that the title goes after is um the ross and rachel plot but that just doesn't feel like an a plot i'm gonna call this monica thing the a plot i guess i mean whatever it's the common thread it is it is certainly a yeah. plot <laughs> so she is miserable from getting dumped by dr burke and well, no, she dumped or it, it, for, you know. for dumping yeah. for the mutual somewhat mutual breakup i guess the conscious uncoupling yeah, yeah. conscious uncoupling and she is, like, just really, really down in the dumps. You know, like, she's not sleeping. She's crying all the time. She's... Not going to work. Not going to work. Standing outside of places that she doesn't work at. I feel like this is so dumb because they should have just stayed together. Yeah. I mean, if she's going to be, like, so... If she's like, oh, you know, he's the one. I yeah. love him so much. And then, you know, like, this one thing. He's like, you know, I'm not crazy about having kids. And she's like, oh. It's over. We can, we can never be together. <laughs> like, she's still young. It's not like, you know. Yeah. She's not know, even 30 yet. Soften him up for a couple of years. Whatever. Exactly. She doesn't even have to. He agreed to it. Yeah, but like if she Get wants to. Get pregnant he... as soon as possible before he changes his mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what the, what, her, what the best move is. Because yeah, if she waits. It's not this. Yeah, I guess waiting, you know, he might just. Die. Become too sedentary or something. You know, his back goes out. He's mm-hmm. like, uh. <laughs> So, I mean, there's a lot of that, just like, it's definitely not the A-plot, but it's a lot of, you know, just visual gags with Monica looking miserable and doing yeah, things. Yeah, just days moping yeah. around, being sad, complaining about how, you know, she's not with him, how he hasn't called, and mm-hmm. all this other Is he happy? Stuff. Phoebe, at one point, is trying to relax Monica, and she's like, all right, just go to your happy place. Where is it? And Monica's like, oh, it's uh, on Richard's couch with a glass of wine. And Phoebe's like, well, not there. You can borrow my happy place. She's like, okay. Um, Phoebe's like, okay, we're in a field. You know, there's stars everywhere. And Monica keeps asking questions and being, you know, petulant. Uh, and Phoebe is like, well, that's not allowed in the happy place. Clearly getting very upset. 
Monica's outfit after this, she goes like to the cafe. She had to go to the post office and it turned out it was just a bunch of videotapes or something from Richard. Well, no, she had to pick up a package that was at the post office and it was stuff that she had ordered for Richard. Ooh, Civil okay. War videos. That's why she was so devastated. Oh, that makes sense. I was like, what was her dad watching at the end? But Civil War videos. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. It all came together. Yeah, thanks, Chris. The outfit that she's wearing there is like my go-to COVID wear, which is a giant shirt and mismatching leggings. Uh, was this the one where she was wearing the big the big button-up with like the top yeah. buttons were askew and yeah. out of line? Yeah. And the orange mm-hmm. stretch pants, I think. <laughs> orange checkered stretch pants. Yeah. I'm always misaligning buttons if I have to put on something with buttons. But more often, I'm wearing my clothes inside out by accident. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. When I used to have to go into the city for work, people on the elevators would always tell me, like, just let me live my life. You know, like, now I'm stuck in this elevator with you. We all know, everybody in the elevator knows now that my shirt's on inside out. And now I just have to sit here and ride this elevator. Like, oh, thanks. I mean, you can can fix it once you get up to the office. Yeah. I'd rather have an office coworker tell me and not think about all the people who saw me that day. (laughs) I once got to work with two different shoes on. (laughs) They were both vans but one was like a like a three-quarter high top and one was just a regular <laughs> shoe I, didn't I remember when that happened i didn't realize that they were different height shoes i mean they're like you know those vans yeah. they're not like insane high tops but um i just like i was in a hurry it was dark in the hallway slipped them on and it was like a couple hours at work and i was just like oh my god and i just like announced it to the our shared office and some of my coworkers were really really loving it <laughs> i think one of them like posted to their instagram story they're like i need to get a photo of this. oh my god really that's yeah. so funny that's worse well then i knew about it and i felt like self-conscious because on the way to work i didn't notice <laughs> but then on the way home from work i was like who else is noticing <laughs> that's true because you can't fix it no i mean i'm not gonna go out and buy new shoes just for my own vanity yeah oh i would Monica, eventually, she's watching those Civil War videos. She's, like, like smoking smelling one of his old or smoking yeah. Yeah, one of his old cigars that was out on the porch before. And just, like, you know, sort of really, really mourning the death of the relationship. And her dad comes by. He looked fat, right? I thought so, too. I wasn't sure if it was just, like, a bad shirt that... Uh... Very bad shirt. Like, a shirt that is made for wearing under a Santa Claus costume. Yeah, well, it just looked like some sort of, like synthetic like under armorish thing which like it just kind of drapes over everything it has no like structure of its own he looked fat no matter yeah. what it may, it may have been that i i also noticed that he looked heavier yeah so it, it might it may very well be i guess now he has uh you know some recurring character friends money <laughs> he can just lounge out he's just sitting around waiting to get the call from <laughs> friends producers he comes and he's like oh i had to come by and see how you were doing because I saw Richard, and she's like, oh, how's he doing? Because she wanted him to be miserable, too. She was, like, lamenting that he might be happy. And her dad is like, he is doing terribly. Like, really awful. And she is just, I mean, as close to ecstatic as you can be when you're, you know, feeling miserable. She's so happy, she finally falls asleep, gets some rest. And her dad, uh takes the cigar and uh, watches some Civil War movies. He's probably like, this is a pretty sweet setup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a real bachelor hangout. <laughs> and that is... Oh, yeah, he... there's one thing here. He said... So Monica falls asleep while her dad is talking about um, how... They broke up after her college. Her maternal oh, yeah. grandfather is... Um, it, like, he was able to travel Europe. Mm-hmm. And he said, of course, he got to do it on Uncle Sam's dime... Because he was strafing, strafing, strafing German trains? What is that? Shooting them. like. Oh, really? Side to side, you know, in like a helicopter or plane, you might strafe. Oh. Never heard it. Yeah. It's a combat term. Yeah. Okay. Now I learned something. And that's pretty I mean, much it for I Monica. I think that's what it, I thought he said. Oh. Yeah. He definitely said strafing. If you know what the... That's, how, that's the only definition I know of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds right. You know, war... Whatever. Well, yeah, I assume, you, yeah, traveling around, you know, uh, various war theaters. Of course. So he, the whole story was that the maternal grandfather wanted Monica's mother to travel around Europe like he did. 
but it's like, uh, did he really consider traveling around Europe during World yeah, War II? Like, he was like backpacking. <laughs> man, that was fun. Yeah. Did I anyone w- else like Vienna? No, no. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> see all the mil- all the American military bases in <laughs> yeah. Europe. Like, what is? Oh, yeah. And everything was being bombed. Like every Europe was leveled. There was nothing to see. Yeah. You should have seen Dresden. It was <laughs> flat. Absolutely beautiful. Let's, I guess, go into the the B plot, like Chandler and Janice. Sure. Yeah. So Chandler and Janice are together, and they seem pretty happy. Chandler's happy. Mm-hmm. Janice is happy. Joey is not. <laughs> Joey hates Janice, and he like just he tells Chandler like I don't like her, you know. And Chandler's mm-hmm. like you like she makes me happy. I'm happy. You should be happy for me. And Joey goes over to the other apartment. He's like, guys, what is the deal with Janice? Like, we have to get rid of her. He's like, Chandler's not going to break up with her. Like, he's serious. Yeah. And he's like, all right, let's try to come up with a plan here. Ross, what do you think? And Ross is like, well, I think that Chandler is our friend and we should learn to. We're all adults. Yeah. And we should uh, learn to accept Janice. And Joey goes, all right, we'll call that plan B. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first, Rachel's like, uh, you know, he really likes her. Like, what can you do? He's like, that's the kind, that's the attitude. What can we do? Like, let's come up with some plans. Yeah. Overall, I mean, I want to interject this. I actually thought this episode was pretty funny. Maybe one of the funnier episodes of Friends thus far. Yeah, it had some good, some good laughs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, aside from uh, Monica's plot being a little annoying. Uh, yeah. Monica good. always gets the shaft. She always has the shittiest plots. She's always stuck in the like, oh, uh, you know. Like, we've got some spare ideas and some extra cast members. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they always give her, like, the, uh, like, mental health hang-up plots. Where oh, she's, yeah. like, too neurotic, too attached, too, like, you know, I don't know. I feel like she always gets those. Yeah, you're right. It's like, she has more than that to her character, I hope. I don't I know. know, because it's all they give her. I mean, I didn't even see her nips this episode. <laughs> They're, she was too sad. Joey, you know, again, he talks to Chandler at one point. He talks about how much he hates Janice because they want to go to the hockey game. And Chandler uh, is going to bring Janice. Joey assumed that he would bring Ross. He calls them the three hockey tiers. Something like that. Yeah. And then he starts talking about Cat Rushmore. I didn't really follow any of that. No, he was watching Wheel of Fortune. Uh-huh. And it, it was clearly Mount Rushmore was the, the answer and then he goes, it's Count Rushmore. I thought he said Cat Rushmore. No, he said, Count, he said Count Rushmore. I really should get my hearing checked. Count Rushmore, that makes more sense. I'm like, who's talking about Cat Rushmore? They said it again and you still heard Cat? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's on you. So then when he said who painted the faces, he's okay. still talking about Count Rushmore? No. So, <laughs> so Joey says Count Rushmore. He yells that at the TV like he thinks that's the answer. And, you know, and Chandler hears him and is like, that's it. And he's like, oh, that's why he's like, oh, you should be on this show. Like joking because mm-hmm. he's clearly terrible at this. And then when Chandler gets mad at Joey for hating uh, Janice still, you know, he leaves in a huff. And before he, you know, he leaves and pops his head back in. And he goes, oh, and by the way, it's Mount Rushmore. And he's like, oh, yeah? Well, who you think painted the faces on Mount Rushmore or something? And then I was like, you know. Or no, he said there is no Count Rushmore. Yeah, that's what he said. And then Joe and was like. And that's when I, I thought he still, I still no, thought no. he said there's no Cat Rushmore. No, he's like, there's no Count Rushmore. And Joe was like, oh, yeah? Well, who painted the faces on Mount Rushmore? And Chandler's like, you're still not, you're still not oh. hearing it. Oh. But like the answer was Mount Rushmore. Wow, I really missed all of that. <laughs> no. I was like, why is Chandler making that face? What the fuck is Joey talking about? What face is on Cat Rushmore? <laughs> Cat Rushmore. <laughs> I wrote here Cat Rushmore question mark. Cat Rushmore. I can't tell if that's a good porn name or That's a good porn name. Cat Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Kitty Rushmore. And then when she transfers Although... into the milk cat category, <laughs> she can be Cat Rushmore. <laughs> Although Rushmore sounds more like a male porn. Yeah, name. I feel like, like a, I don't know, like a tattoo artist or something would be mm. named. Cat Rushmore? Yeah, I can see that. It does sound like a cool band, though. Oh, man, I love Cat Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> Enough talking about a phrase that was never uttered in this episode. <laughs> I don't know. We should just listen to it again and see who's right here. 
I'm not doing that. <laughs> Janice comes back. Uh, Joey happens to be like at the apartment alone, and she's like, "Let's have Joey and." Uh, well, she reveals Joey that Chandler Janice has day. told her yeah. how much he. She's like, "So Chan- I hear you hate me." No, nope, that's terrible. I hear you ho- hate me. It's getting way too Western New York. Uh, so she's like, "I hear you hate me." <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> and. Uh, he's like, oh, well, I didn't say hate. I was very careful not to use the word hate. <laughs> and they go out on a day-long adventure. Janice drags him. She's like, oh, you're going to need a whole day. That's how long it takes to love me. Yeah, the jo- the Janice and Joey day of fun or whatever. Yeah. Janice and Joey day of fun. Day oh my of God. fun. Yeah. They go out. They come back later. She's one, like, or he's one, a giant teddy bear that Janice is carrying. I don't know who They got, like, a Mets pennant. Yeah, they went to Chase Chinese food. Yeah. And Joey's like, I love this woman. You can tell, you know, he's acting as a bad actor. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, I love this woman. And then she leaves, and Chandler's like, so you you still hate her, don't you? And he goes, oh, so much. (laughs) But he's like, hey, I survived. So now I know that I could uh, be around you and Janice. Like, you know, still a nice happy ending. Yeah, he's willing to tolerate Janice. Yeah, Joey's a good friend. I mean, as long as you can be cordial and friendly, whatever. I think Janice's green jumpsuit, that's what she wears to their day of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's much brighter. It's like a, like a neon highlighter green almost. Yeah, it's so it's a, a word, I don't, I don't have a word for that color green. <laughs> <laughs> Loud, loud green. Yeah, and I... I'm jealous because I don't think with my skin tone that I could pull it off and it would bring out my witch undertones. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like people on the paler end, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because she has like swarthy features, but she's still she's pale. Yeah. But like she has dark hair and mm-hmm. everything. But yeah, she is still pale. Yeah, you, you either need to be, like, darker skin than me or lighter skin. Like, that's it. <laughs> Anything in the middle has no place in television. <laughs> and that's pretty much it about Janice and Chandler, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that wraps it up. I'm fine with Janice being around a little bit longer. Like, I can take her. She's good comic relief, and, uh, you know, she's not going to stick around for too long, I assume. Yeah, I mean, I just assume it's going to be, like, pop-in, pop-out, recurring gag kind of thing. Does she have a kid? That's, yeah, I thought she, she mentioned having to go pick up the kid. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. They never really touched. I feel like, I don't remember them mentioning that. Yeah, I don't remember that either. Um, She's obviously in the middle of getting divorced. Chandler mm-hmm. thinks he's very grown up for dating a divorced woman, which, you know, yeah. With a kid, no less. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> She's going to go pick up any kids. Yeah. She's just a... She said the kid, right? The baby? Yeah, the baby. I don't know. I don't know. They, yeah. uh, I remember that moment. I, I was like, eh, they'll, they'll bring it up again. <laughs> I was trying to remember, like, did we see Janice pregnant or I don't know. But whatever. Janice has a baby girl. Who's dealing with the baby during their day of fun? Yeah, Janice obviously isn't so concerned about that. Last plot is Rachel and Ross just having a relationship. As part of it, Rachel, like, wants Ross to go get the Navy uniform that he had at one point. And he's like... I don't have it. I had to return it, but I think I have an old band uniform in here somewhere, which I love because it's like, okay, Ross, his parents don't live too far away, but he thought it was so important to have his high school band uniform that he brought it to his apartment. Yeah. He just likes to live with his things. (laughs) Okay. I get that. Actually, I can relate to that. (laughs) And didn't you have your mom fish out your prom dress and it's now in this house? (laughs) Yeah. But I only did that because now I have a house to put it in. It's not in our apartment, Chris. It doesn't need to be anywhere, any of these places. I mean, you never know when you might need a very large prom dress. Like, poofy? Sure. (laughs) So Ross shares with her that he, he like, explains all of Return of the Jedi, basically. No, he explained the one part. Well, he, you know, over-explained slightly so that they have the joke about how you know, because he says, have you seen Return of the Jedi? And she, like, clearly doesn't get it. He's like, you know that part with Jabba the Hutt? And everyone's like, oh, you know. And she's like, uh, yeah, the fat blob. You know, she doesn't say that, but that's clearly what she's thinking. <laughs> yeah, the flat blob. He's like, oh, you remember Princess Leia and the bikini? And she's like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. It's just to have that joke about his fantasy maybe being a big fat blob monster. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay, so that's what I thought. I, I wrote here, I'm like, does that make Ross Jabba the Hutt? So at the at the end when he's like, he sees her, Rachel in the Leia getup and he has like second thoughts, I thought that for a second that he was thinking that he was Jabba in this fantasy. Me too. And I was like, was oh, he happen. realized it, that yeah, he's he... now Jabba. Because she says, she walks in and she's like, okay, I'm Princess Leia, I'm Jabba's prisoner. And then he like, yeah. his, he gets So shot. I thought like, oh, like he thinks now he has to be the big slime giant, giant <laughs> fat slug slime monster. <laughs> That's what I thought they were going with, but we'll explain what really happened. <laughs> I mean, we could, yeah, I guess it makes more sense to get there. Ooh, yeah. teaser. Keep listening to find out. <laughs> What happened in this 30-year-old TV show? Yeah. What killed Ross's boner? <laughs> Rachel's like, okay, yeah, that, like, sounds good fantasy, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she goes to the coffee shop, and she tells Phoebe, and Phoebe's like, oh, yeah, everybody knows about uh, the yeah, Princess like, all Leia the guys thing. our age. Like, yeah. that's a Which huge deal. I've actually heard multiple times, so oh, that yeah. must I mean, have I think been it was absolutely a very, true. You know, it was a huge movie, like, that is, you know... Mm-hmm. A moment it's the moment with like the most skin in the entire series so, yeah or at least i haven't seen the new ones but yeah carrie fisher rest in peace mm-hmm. she described she, that she looked much better back then <laughs> yeah now yeah i can't imagine how she looks now but <laughs> <laughs> she said that wearing that bikini was like what uh you should put on models to torture them to death <laughs> yeah i think it was like real metal or something yeah. <laughs> and she was like freezing cold wherever they were filming she said it was absolutely awful. She hated it. But anyway, so everybody everybody wanted to do that. Phoebe, she knew about it. So she's like, she, is there like a masturbation joke after this too? No, no. So Rachel's like, oh, so have you done the Leia thing? And Phoebe's like, oh, yeah. And then she's like, you know, clearly like remi- Rachel thinks she's reminiscing and she kind of has like a shudder like, ooh. Yeah. And Rachel's like, oh, what really? It was that good? Like thinking that she was thinking back to her performing the Leia fantasy and the sex was great. But then she's like, she's like, what? Oh, no. It's like uh, my pager is set on vibrate or something like to. No, it was like on her hip. I think she, she was just going. Mm. It wasn't like that she had it on her clit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she clearly pulls it from her side. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I think I'm a little more familiar with the female anatomy, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Yeah. <laughs> the stimulated little head bobble. <laughs> yeah. Rachel Ross walks in at some point, actually with Monica, with her like videotapes or I don't remember. He walks in. They're they're both there. And Phoebe takes two cinnamon buns Mm -hmm. from the coffee shop, whatever, display and puts them around her head. And she's like, ooh, I'm Princess Leia. Where is my strong Ross Skywalker to come rescue me? (laughs) And then Ross turns around and she's like, oh, there you are. So I guess she didn't realize that Ross was in the coffee shop, even though he had made like a big scene with like Monica. Because I can't I remember was, if it's I wasn't the sure time... if it was the, that she didn't notice him or that like she turned and then she just like made the joke like that she was. Yeah, I, I, I took it as like she clearly saw that he was there okay. and that, you know, she was doing it. And then when he turned, she like, you know, played yeah. into it. Oh, gross. Well, anyway, it was a real bitch move either way. Yeah, and plus, is she going to pay for those buns? No one's going to want to eat those. (laughs) It did seem like she knew, like you're saying. And that's kind of fucked up. Like, part of what happens from here is that Ross talks about how, like, girls talk about everything, which is pretty much true. Well, yeah, he was upset that Rachel had divulged his fantasy immediately to Phoebe. Which is true, but, like, you shouldn't immediately make the other the guy aware that you know this thing about him because well, he's gonna be so weird about it and certainly don't make it like a public display of it yeah like, yeah you gotta have some tact so of course ross is pissed off and i actually don't blame him because you know he he had kind of had to be you know worked in order to get this information out of him so he was probably <laughs> feeling vulnerable and he's like telling rachel like whatever you can't tell people stuff and she's like well get over it because girls tell each other everything so and he's like, everything, you know, trying to figure it out. And she's like, well, what about you at the locker room talk? And that's when we find out that Joey has done it on the Staten Island Ferry. And dated a stripper. Yeah, well, that part makes sense. Mm-hmm. Staten Island Ferry. Again, you know, the logistics of this. It's always packed. Yeah. And like, what is the back? Like out, yeah. out on the, like by the railing? I assume. Outside? Yeah. It's all windy and weird. <laughs> then Ross reveals this information to Chandler and he's like you know uh, so girls tell each other everything he's like listing off all the things he's like they share everything yeah 
and he's like you know uh whatever how long stamina stamina, girth and as soon as he says girth chandler like closes his book and he's like girth why why are they talking about girth (laughs) he's very upset and ross is like yeah they just tell each other everything so like do you want to try (laughs) it was awful (laughs) i felt so awkward oh yeah yeah it was a it was awkward Mm -hmm. well so then ross shares his princess Princess leia Leia fantasy with and he's like chandler he's like slow explaining it again and chandler's like oh yeah princess leia in the costume i know it oh yeah ross is like what no way man like that's awesome like both of us what yeah i think he's yeah he's just like you remember that scene in return of the jedi he's like oh princess leia in the gold bikini he's like yeah i know and he's like all right yeah and that was it (laughs) i'm not super familiar with the star wars movies like I, I think I've seen the first one. I've definitely seen The Empire Strikes Back, which is the worst one, right? Episode what? one? Oh, no. The, um, I forget what they call... Epi- no, that episodes three... Episodes four, five, and six are the ones from the 70s. Yeah. And then episode one, which I forget what they call, but it might just be episode one. But that one was derided, and no one yeah. liked it. And... For some reason, when we were skiing with Chris's brother and sister-in-law recently, we were talking about Star Wars and Boba Fett. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, I know who Boba Fett is, Chris. Yeah, they were talking about the Mandalorian and like what it was. And they were like, oh, Boba Fett. Like, do you know Boba Fett? Like, he's a Mandalorian. You're like, oh, yeah, I know Boba Fett. Yeah, I know that. And Chris (laughs) is like, you know Boba Fett? And I'm like, yeah, Chris, I live in the world. Like, I know who (laughs) Boba Fett is. (laughs) And Chris is like, oh, okay, fine. You know, end of that. And so then, for some reason, I, oh yeah, I saw a picture online, and it was like somebody waiting in line somewhere, and the caption was like, oh, person waits in line wearing a Boba Fett mask. And I was like, oh. Because, <laughs> like, Boba Fett mask is just, like, Star Wars mask, like, you know, like, you know, mask. No, it's, it's very specific. If you know Boba Fett, it is like, it's not just a Star Wars, it's not like a Stormtrooper helmet. It's yeah. the one with, like, it's got, like, the, the little panels and, and like, the, yeah. the, the little uh, gumdrop shape. Yeah, Kinda. okay, sure, that's true. It's not a Stormtrooper mask, but no. it looks pretty similar to Darth Vader's mask, right? No. Darth Vader's mask comes to, like, the little mouth triangle uh, yeah. shape things, and he's got the swoops on his hood, you know, like a bob, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Thank that. you for putting it in terms I can understand. They both wear capes, though. Okay, then I was trying to describe to Chris who I thought Boba Fett was. I was like, I don't even know how to describe him. Like, I was just picturing and this I, creature. I knew who you were thinking of before you even started describing it. I'm like, it's Jar Jar Binks. That's who you're thinking of. And I'm like, was he like an offensive, like Rasta kind of alien? Like, did he? Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, I think he was like Rasta. I'm like, yeah, that's that's the most like hated character in the entire Star Wars universe. So you know that one. And I confused him with what you said is one of the most beloved characters. Not beloved. I mean, he has like, you know, certain like people like Boba Fett. Like he was like a you know badass bounty hunter. You know, he has like his cool helmet, which you apparently <laughs> didn't had left no impression on you. I don't think I saw that. He's got a sweet name. He must be in a different, not one of the two that I've seen. Yeah, I mean, very possible. Yeah, how are you supposed to keep up with all this stuff? Anyway. Right. Back to <laughs> back to, the, back to back... the boys sharing their sex secrets. Yeah. So Chandler, after making Ross promise that they weren't going to talk about girth, starts to share his sex thing. He's like, so, you know, when you're with a woman and you're like doing it and then like your mom just pops into your head. Well, yeah, he's, he's like, you know, you're starting to get, you know, get into it. It's like you see images and he starts referencing like, you know, hot women celebrities or whatever. And he's like, and then, you know, like a picture of your mom just pops into your head. <laughs> And he's like, and then it's just like, you can't, like, you know, it's just there. You can't get rid of it's it. Like because you've seen it, you can't think of anything else, but you still want to keep doing what you were doing. And so then it's kind of like you're... <laughs> he just lets it hang. Yeah. And then Ross is like, what? what? You're telling me about your, your, your mom? Why are you telling me about your mom? And Chandler's like, you said... You, you told said me. share. Yeah, I said share, not scare. Good line. Yeah. Ross looks very traumatized by this information. <laughs> And I have to ask you, I mean, has that ever happened to you? No, but now I'm worried. (laughs) I'm worried, too. If the rest of the episode has taught me anything, it's that once it's in your head, it's just, you know. It's just there. (laughs) 
Anyway, so later, Joey comes back and he, like, sees Chandler and he's like, oh, we ran into Ross uh, in the coffee shop. This is what yeah, his day he's coming back from his play date. Yeah. yeah. He's like, we ran into Ross at the coffee shop. and <laughs> Yeah. And Chandler can tell that he's, you know, Ross has told him about his, his banging his mom. Yeah. And Joey's like, don't worry. The same thing happens to me. <laughs> it's Joey's voice. I have voices for everyone. Don't worry. The same thing happens to me. You know? <laughs> I don't know what this is. Pretty clearly it's an Italian. It's, it's me, Joey. Joey. Talk like this every episode. Yeah. yeah. All right. Mine's Whatever. better. Continue. <laughs> and he's, don't worry. The same thing happens to me. And Chandler's like, what? He's, you, you happens to you too? And Joey's like, yeah, I always think about your mom when I'm having sex. <laughs> Chandler very traumatized himself. Yeah. That was good. It was a good, good line. line. Good line. Here's another good one. So then we come to the big finale, you know, the credits scene, which is when Rachel reveals her, whatever, Princess, Princess Leia, Leia costume. costume. And uh, Ross is wearing his shirt still for some reason, singing the Star Wars theme. Right? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super weird. Very weird scene. Yeah. I personally would not be very turned on if I were Rachel. I'd be like, this is too much. I can't do this. At least put on some music. He doesn't have the yeah, album I, yeah, or something. Yeah, you could play the song. Yeah. And then the moment that we were describing earlier where Ross like gets shocked, he mm-hmm. actually starts picturing... Chandler's mom Chandler's dressed as Princess Leia. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then... So at first, you know, it shows Rachel in the costume, and then when he... They show his shocked face, and then they go to, like, his point of view, and it's Chandler's mom in a Princess Leia yeah. costume. And he's like, oh, I hate Chandler. That guy's ruined my life. <laughs> and that's that. Oh, there was a part where I couldn't, I think I misheard or didn't understand something when Ross was asking Rachel about like all the stuff that she tells her girlfriends and like everything and you know, all the stuff. He's like, oh, do you tell them about like the nine to five times? Which No, I I think just the five times. The night of five times. Well, the night of five times. I'm like, what is a nine to five time? I'm (laughs) like, does that mean like between nine and five time? Like, he or made her orgasm between nine and five times? Like, why is he going from high to low? <laughs> yeah. What is this no, He's hopeful, mean? you know? He's yeah. like, it was probably nine, but you said five. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I can't remember, but it was somewhere between nine and five. <laughs> so I'm like, what is nine to five? Like, why is he doing that? But the night of five times, yeah. okay. Turns out, so he wants Rachel, like, if she's going around telling people about sex anyway, he wants her to tell people about the night of five times. And she's like, honey, that was with Carol, not me. He's like, I still, I think people should know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not, night of five times. I'm like, yeah. I'm like that, what does that phrase mean? Like, <laughs> Nine to five times. Do I not know what those words together mean? But I guess that's, that's it. Time for trivia. Actually, we have one new segment. So we have retired, renamed the episode for season three. And we have a new segment called News. Oh, I thought your opening thing about the, what was happening during production. No, that was just... I guess that was that, that encompassed that, a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's, that's just, just what I do at the, the beginning set the of stage. every season. So people know, like, okay, what year is this Friends episode happening? Because I don't think people think about that so much. Oh, like the broader social context? Just, yeah, what's happening in the world at the time. Because Friends kind of exists in this capsule, you know, well, where it doesn't comment on the world around it outside of like celebrity stuff you know at all yeah so oh, yeah i mean it's yeah it's not very political it doesn't really touch on the i mean it, like references things in passing sometimes but mm-hmm. it's never like making commentary yeah. or incorporating it in any meaningful way yeah so it's interesting because you can just watch friends and not think about well yeah i mean i think that's also what makes it you know more timeless timely yeah like you can Absolutely. watch it now you don't need to know about uh, the gulf war or something to get the jokes <laughs> yeah, fuck the gulf war so boring really <laughs> ruined the early 90s of snl all right so you know i asked chris for ideas on like what other podcasts do and he said they do news stuff they just read a news story this one yeah. is relevant so i put in i just put friends into google news and this story from two days ago from cosmo came up Baby from Dirty Dancing had a pretty major role in Friends. Mm. So in the that's news. Or yeah, this just, is uh, news. <laughs> clickbait. Uh, this is I mean content. Yeah, sure, clickbait content. But it was the top result in uh, Google News. So, all right. So it is news. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I couldn't believe, and Chris didn't realize this until after he edited last episode, that mm. Mindy was replaced. Yeah, you noticed, you thought she was different. I thought, I, I didn't remember her looking like that either. But yeah, when I looked it up, they're like, oh, like Jennifer Grey played the original Mindy. And I was like, the Jennifer Grey? I was like, no, that can't, that can't be. Like, I found like screenshots of the episode. I'm like, is that Jennifer Grey? Like, I thought she was the dirty dancing woman. I'm like, I know who she is. I know what she looks like. Then, Ferris Bueller. Yeah. And then all the other pictures I found of her, I'm like, this is not Jennifer Grey. Like, it's like those two movies, and then she never looked like that ever again. Yeah. <laughs> so she got, I think, two nose jobs, actually. And she said it did uh, have a major impact on her career because no one could recognize her anymore. She just looked like a plain, like, she had, like, nothing. I, yeah, exactly. Like, not, you know, the problem is that she's not very attractive. Like, she's not uniquely attractive, I would say. Probably as a regular person, still attractive. But, like, if you take off her nose, now she just looks like a person. You know, yeah. like a minorly attractive person out in the world. And with her nose and everything that she had done before, she had, like, a look mm-hmm. that distinguished her. So now, what is she supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, I think even now, even having done all that research and, you know, convinced myself that it was the Jennifer Grey. I looked at you, so many screenshots. Yeah. If you show me a photo of her, like... Five photos of, you know, whatever, brunette, white, celebrity women. I don't know if I would be able to pick her out. That sounds like a fun uh, uh, French trivia sometime. Yeah, I I couldn't believe it. Like, I was Google image searching. I'm like, this is not Jennifer Grey. This is not what she looks like. Yeah, I think people should know. Jennifer Grey, she played the original Mindy. I mean, real Friends fanatics, they will probably know. But Mm -hmm. I was shocked. Yeah, the Jennifer Grey you thought you knew is dead. (laughs) She's been dead. Replaced by a (laughs) smooth-nosed imposter. (laughs) I mean, it's just crazy. All right, that's the news. <laughs> and that's the news. <laughs> now time for Friends Trivia. Yeah. It's time for Friends Trivia. So, as I teased you, this is 1996 trivia. And it's all... I, I saved a lot of the real disasters for this. Pretty much every answer that you'll get here is a real disaster that happened in 1996. Okay. So first question, on February 29th in Lumberton, Lumberton, North Carolina, Daniel Green is convicted of the murder of which famous person's father? A, Michael Jordan, B, Will Smith, C, Whitney Houston, or D, Charles Barkley? One of their fathers was murdered by Daniel Green? Yes. Oh, man. Go through them... One more time. Michael Jordan, Will Smith, Whitney Houston, Charles Barkley. Michael Jordan? That's correct. Oh, that, yeah, that, that, I, that had like a vague memory of that happening. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea that Michael Jordan's father was murdered. When you said it, like that, that popped out and I was like, that can't be right. There's no way. I feel like more yeah, people. But <laughs> I just picked like a bunch of people who were famous in 1996. Yeah. No, I mean, that was a good list, yeah. but that one did stick out as something that I do recollect hmm. hearing of. Which of these disasters, mechanical disasters, we'll call it. I sure. forgot to fill in the word. <laughs> so I just okay. have, which of these blank caused the most deaths? Maryland train collision. Two trains crash outside of D.C. Mm-hmm. B. Boeing 737 military jet crash in Dubrovnik, Croatia. Choice C. Value jet flight 592 crash in the Florida Everglades. Or D. TWA flight 800 explodes off of Long Island. TWA? That's correct. The other planes, I, they sounded small, or like the military one, probably not heavily, not not full of passengers. <laughs> yeah. But TWA, like that one, it blew up midair, like no one survived, and uh, it was a big plane, so yeah, that was my, my thought process. That was good. I thought, you know, I was thinking that you would think that way, that you would probably get that one. I was kind of banking on you not getting the Michael Jordan one, but... Now I guess you've won best two out of three. So now look at you starting the new season. Right. So now this is a pride one for your knowledge. 11 people died in that Maryland train collision. 35 people died, including like a senator or something. Congressperson. I don't know. Mm. Got to thin out their numbers anyway. Yeah. Good start. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) 
Boeing's uh, in the Boeing 737 military jet uh, crash. 110 people died in the value jet flight crash and 230 people died in that uh, TWA crash. But this is what I was saying, like 1996. Can you imagine like all these disasters happening? Yeah. When did uh, those uh, Air Max that was that 2019 when all those things were happening with the Air Max? Maybe. Yeah, I think it was. Then they like took 2020 to tune it up. and Now they're ready to roll it out again. Yeah, I know. Good luck. Which of these natural disasters killed the most people? Four natural disasters and one, you know, that I just kind of stuck in. So this is a five. It's a good challenge for your last one. Okay. The January uh, 1996 East Coast blizzard, where they actually got 30 inches in Philly, but it hit like the whole East Coast, New York to Philly. (laughs) Sure. Hurricane Bertha in North Carolina. Also, Hurricane Fran in Cape Fear, North Carolina. And Choice D is the November ice storm in eastern Washington. And Choice E is the Kobar Tower bombing in Saudi Arabia. What were the two hurricanes? Hurricane Bertha and Hurricane Fran. Hurricane Bertha. No. No one has, like, the least. It's all indirect deaths. Mm. Super lame. That January East Coast blizzard killed 150 people. Whoa. Yeah. Was that the ice storm one? No, that was earlier. Um, Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So after this, I asked Chris, like, does he... Because I was looking up ice storms. (laughs) So that November 1996 ice storm, it's not even on the list of notable ice storms, which is like the Wikipedia page for notable ice storms. So I'm not sure why I got a call out in the... United States events that happened in 1996 Wikipedia page. <laughs> I asked Chris, like, oh, do you remember an ice storm that happened in Rochester in 1991? He goes, yeah, it was the ice storm. The ice storm. <laughs> Which I disagree with. I consider it the ice storm, the ice storm of 98 that hit Plattsburgh. It happens to have its own Wikipedia page, whereas the ice storm of 91 only has a blurb on notable ice storms. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was the ice storm for me. <laughs> All right. I guess that's it. Yep. I win. So, yeah, you win. Congratulations. Feels Way good. to start the season off right. Yep. Not gonna, great for my stats, but... It's going to be a perfect season. Oh, really? Yep. 24 for 24. <sighs> Calling it. Moonshot. All right. I look forward to that. Let's see. I, I will take you down. <laughs> I'm not going to wager anything, but I will proclaim it. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. You can catch this podcast in every episode, you know, Friday by noonish, Friday-ish by noonish. <laughs> yeah. And you can follow us on JustStopFriends.podcast for information about new episodes and hot screenshots from the show. Friends.